From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with Jock on 770 CHQR. Before we get too wacky or too silly on a Friday night, I got to tell you what's going on here on 770 CHQR later on today. Uh, So we're actually going to be doing some maintenance on our transmitter towers tonight. This is so we can serve you better. It means means that we're going to be off the air for a few hours overnight from 11 o'clock this evening until 3 o'clock in the morning. But here's the deal. If you still want to listen to 770CHQR, you can listen live online, 770CHQR.ca, or you can tune into HD Radio 105.1 Channel 2. So again, that's starting at 11 o'clock tonight until 3 o'clock in the morning. On conventional radio, we're going to be off the air as we're doing some work on our transmitter towers, but you can still listen online at 770CHQR.ca. All right, now that that's off the books, we can get back to regular programming here on a Friday night on Sports Talk with Jock. It's our show about nothing, where we tell stories, make fun of ourselves. Of course, I'm talking about Friday Fun Time with the People's Sportscaster, the one and only Derek Bidwell from Global Saskatoon. Bidzy! How's it going, buddy? Bidzy! Did you, did, you hey. did you do anything exciting this week? Oh... No, <laughs> you know, it's just like it, it's just uh, no, no. Like, I got I, my hair cut. That's exciting. Hey, did you shave the beard too? Because I did shave the beard. The beard is toast. The beard is toast. You got so, it. I, I got I got the haircut. You know, we we're finally allowed to get a haircut starting Monday yeah. morning. I was the very first up with my hair because I've been going to the same hairdresser for like thirty years, and and okay. Sonia Sonia because I'm I'm her her oldest client. And uh, her most dependable client, I was first up. So it was kind of nice to get the haircut. Hey, nice. Sonia got you, slotted you in for number one. Yeah, I got mine cut. uh, I got mine cut probably about uh, a week ago, I guess now. Anyway, I remember I was in there. Yeah, you you were ahead uh, of us. You were ahead of us in Saskatchewan. So I get that. Yeah, yeah. So I got her done, I think, on the 19th or 20th. Anyway, I remember I was sitting in the chair. And so it was in a in a mall in uh, in Saskatoon. Um, so anyway, you weren't allowed to go very early. You have to you know try to be there uh, mm-hmm. close to you can be on on time, if you will, because they didn't want anybody waiting around. They don't want you sitting in the waiting room. They don't want you touching anything. None of that. So anyway, I remember I, so I went to the mall, and still the still the cage door closed. So I had to go up there. There was a lady in in the uh, hair salon with the cage door closed though. But, it, you know, so it's just a case. So you can talk through it. She's sitting at the desk. She's got the mask on. She asked my name. Uh, she asked to see my driver's license. Then really? Then she sees my driver's license. My name matches my driver's license. And it, it matches when I'm supposed to be there. It was 11.59. My appointment was at noon. So then they let me in, gave me a mask, sanitized my hands, and then I went around back to the chair where the hairstylist was. And she had a mask on, glasses, gloves, and then, um, and then a, a full like welder's shield kind of thing on wow. as well over top of that. That's, yeah. that's a little heavier than mine. 
There's a lot of with Sonia. Sonia wasn't as, as, well, as protected. The story about Sonia is she's been she was at a salon for a number of years, and I've been going to her as I said for over thirty years. But the last uh, seven years, she's been out of her home, and so it's it's you know it's it's not like I have to worry about a bunch of other people in there. I was the very first client in, and of course she was wearing a mask. She gave me the option to wear a mask. I said, "Do you want me to wear a mask?" And she said, "If you want to." So it went back and forth, and and I got my haircut. <laughs> and that was it. That yeah, was a little it. less, little less protocol at Sonia's house. <laughs> but obviously, there is, there, obviously, there, 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 this is this is a new hairstylist for you, Bidzy. You don't go to the same hairstylist all the time. Well, well, no, because I the the one that I went to last time, she is uh, she didn't feel comfortable with uh, returning to work. Apparently. Ah, okay. okay. She was she okay. was a little too little too nervous, a little too worried. Fair enough. And, Fair uh, enough. She decided not to return. Uh, for the time being anyway. But I, uh, the, the thing I was going to also mention is that, so once I'm in there, there was only three people allowed in the, um, in the hair salon at once as well to three customers. Normally there would, I, I think there's probably uh, like 12 chairs in there, if you will. I think, yeah, I think, I think 12. They only allowed yeah. three. You got a social distance. Be, I get it. You're, you're going at the same time. Anyway, I was facing forward. She was cutting my hair. I didn't, I didn't turn and look, but I heard this gentleman come up and he said, he sounded like an older guy, kind of had a little bit of an older voice. And anyway, he came up to the, to the cage and just said, Hey there, uh, can a guy get a haircut or uh, you guys all booked up right now? <laughs> and uh, she said, this was on, this was on May, May 20th. I think it was May 20th. Anyway, and uh, she said, Oh, no, we have to, you have to uh, make an appointment. We're uh, all filled for today. Okay, well, uh, when's the next appointment? Uh, available like uh, appointment when could I book for it she goes let me check here um, we are filled until uh, July 14th July 14th <laughs> so he's like okay three weeks all right maybe I better take that then he said <laughs> so yeah and then oh, three weeks, that's, uh, waiting but, that's yeah, the world we're living in that's the world I we're know, living well when, you know you know it's fun, it, it felt good it's funny about people not feeling comfortable. Like, I, I've got a very good friend, Jim Rose. He's a lawyer, retired lawyer, and Dominic Ventura. So uh, we were going to go sit on a patio this week because the patios mm-hmm. are open in Calgary. And, and, and Jim, because he's, he's 70 years old, he said, you know what, Jock, I'm just, I'm just not quite there yet. So he says, come over to my house. We'll have a social, we'll have a social drink, social distancing in the backyard. It was, it was fine. We just didn't, you know, get to check out any lovely ladies walking down 4th Avenue, you know, so it was today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't get to people watch. No, we didn't I get to people watch. So, yeah. you know, our usual hangout is Earl. So it's it's one of those things. But yeah, is my yeah, wife? Yeah, was it, my it, wife it, listening tonight? I, I was no going to say, what are you talking about, <laughs> lovely lady? Come on. Well, I mean, come on. It's not like they, if there's handsome guys walking by that they don't look and check. Those e- out. Exactly right. Exactly. Hey, yeah. you wanted you wanted to tell some stories tonight about uh, what kind of baby were you? So this is you're too young to remember, but your parents tell you stories about what kind of baby you were. So. Uh, well, do, you, do you want to start? Yeah, well, I don't know about so much of a baby, but I mean, at least for sure in your first, you know, two, three, four years. Yeah. Well, I, I just had a good one. If you're a two-year-old, I still one. consider you a baby, man. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, stories that you were so young that you don't you don't remember no. them. Your parents just told you. So anyway, I got one when I was just a baby. Um, my, I was a chubby kid. I think I was around... I want to say it was around nine and a half, ten pounds or something when I was born. That's a big boy. Uh, yeah, and, and chubby, like all, all you know, all the, you know, it's cute on kids, right? Where they got all the 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 they look like a, like the Michelin Man, right? They got the, the little 
dimples and rings around their elbows and their wrists and their knees and their legs are all chubby and everything. I definitely was all of that. Very, very chubby little kid. Anyway, I think I was probably, I don't know, I want to say eight or ten months old. My parents took me to uh, get my picture taken with my older sister. My older sister is very shy, uh, Noelle, and, um, and, and she was able to stand beside the chair. I was just obviously ten months old. I was just starting to walk. My mom said I was an early walker. started walking when I was ten. Anyway, um, oh, you were ten or ten months. Ten months. Ten oh, months. Okay. Ten months. Ten months. I ten, knew. Ten, I, I, was an early walker. I knew that. I was just teasing you. Oh yeah, uh, ten months. Anyway, so uh, but anyway, they, they they set me down on this chair, and then my older sister stood beside me, and um, and then you know for the picture that was that was going to be our pose anyway. And my older sister in a while was very shy. Was very shy, and they they couldn't really get her to smile. They had no trouble getting me. Uh, to smile because I, I was just a fun, happy, little, chubby little kid. And so I was smiling away, smiling away, smiling away. And But Noelle was not smiling. Finally, they got Noelle to smile. And then right when they got Noelle to smile, I rolled my chubby arse right off the chair, fell on the floor. So, and then, of course, and I'm crying. So then that was, that was, that was the end of that. But just the like fun a ball. story I had, yeah, the fun story I had was when I, I think I was probably, I want to say, uh, three or four. And I don't remember this. My dad told me this. So we were on, on our way to, uh, my mom's small town where she's from in Saskatchewan called Ituna. Ituna, Saskatchewan. Ituna, Saskatchewan. Right. Very Ukrainian. Right close to uh, climax, I heard. <laughs> you just wanted to say climax. Yeah. <laughs> Nowhere near Bangoff, but, uh, close to, uh, close to climax. Okay. Yeah. But, and, and around the corner from Big Beaver's not that far away, actually, either, too. Uh, just getting all those goofy names. Anyway, uh, so Ituna, very Ukrainian town. My mom's Ukrainian. And, uh, we're headed to Ituna. So I guess on the way there, um, my dad, and I think it was my uncle. My dad and my uncle were with me. Anyway, so the, we're driving there, and my mom and my sisters must have already been there. I, I don't know how, I don't particular, particularly worked out but anyway we're driving there and my we pull over i guess to take a whiz so um to go pee and so my dad and my uncle kind of showed me i guess like hey this is what this is this is how you can stand and pee here you go so they kind of they gave me they gave me the, the lowdown of uh how to take a whiz there like one, guy, one of those anyways. life lessons yes okay yeah yeah this is what you do this is what you do and this is, this is how you pee and this is father-son mo- father moment yeah, yeah. It's just like, hey, you're three years old. I'm going to teach you something here. This is how you this is how you pee outdoors. So anyway, um, so, and so I guess. Uh, but the funny part about it is, I guess once we got to Ituna, uh, you know, my dad was, uh, my mom and dad were inside, and uh, I think they were talking to, uh, you know, my um, my my mom's mom, my grandma, my baba, Korean uh, for grandma. Anyway, and uh, my dad looks outside and he's like, oh, jeez. So we're all in the front yard playing. And then my dad looked outside to check on us, and he's like, oh, Jesus. I've created a monster. I, I have this yeah. vision. You just you just can go anywhere now, right? Yeah, so I'm just like, I'm just whizzing all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm on the front lawn. I'm on the front lawn, pants, gotch, pulled down to my ankles, just whizzing out <laughs> onto the street. Just cars <laughs> driving by, kids just whizzing away. So then my dad had to explain. He never told me all the rules. Oh, right, the rules. Show- well, he just showed me what to do. So, uh, so but, yeah, you have to get to tell me that you can't do that all the time anywhere. Right. Well, I, I I've got a similar story that my mom used to tell me, and and apparently I used to really like breastfeeding, 
And and so you know, oh, I, I was I was a baby. So uh, apparently, this is a, this is a true story. So whenever when when whenever I love how you just you're so <laughs> candid. Andrew was saying this too. She's like, Jock's the best. He t- the more embarrassing the stories are about him, he likes telling them. The more the, the more embarrassing, the better he likes them. Well, it's, it's funny because you know, so so. Uh, I guess when ladies would pick me up as as a baby, I, I would I would look down their I would look down their their blouses to to see. That's a, that's a true story from my mother. So I guess I really did enjoy breastfeeding as a youngster. You just thought you just thought this is the deal with everybody. Anybody that picks me up as a woman, this is what we do. It's, it's lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> your mom is probably like, what is yeah. your boy doing here? And she's like, oh, did my mom used to joke that it, it was cute until you turned about seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, still trying to do that. Yeah. I, I thought this was okay. Yeah. Oh, funny, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's what we do when we're kids, eh? So yeah. uh, apparently yeah. that's what my mom said I used to do. So, hey, you, you know, we're, we're going to change up the format a little bit tonight. Yeah. Because we've got such a big guest lined up tonight, we, we want to we oh. want to spend a little extra time with this guest because what we do on Friday Fun Time is we've had some great guests, and and you, my friend, have lined up an outstanding guest for tonight. That's that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say because when that's we come back, we got to keep people on the hook. Yeah, Der- Derek Bidwell is going to introduce our guest when we come back. This is Sports Talk with Jock. And on a Friday fun time with the People Sportscaster Derek Bidwell on the text line, I just got a text from Todd, and Todd says, "Jock, with a story like that, it's no wonder your parents made you go to St. John's School of Alberta." <laughs> of course, that was last week's story. That yeah, was last week's oh, story. Oh my that goodness! Shocking. That was well, uh, that's it. This, this one is a little lighter, a little funnier. A little, little funnier. Yeah, that was that was a, that was a tough school. Let me tell you, that was a very, very tough school. Okay, Derek Bidwell, we're changing up the format here a little bit. Normally at seven thirty, we bring in our special guest, but you, this is such a big name. I, I, I got, I got to give it to you. So, so why don't you do the honors and introduce our guest? Okay, I think he's going to have a lot of stories. We wanted to get him on a little earlier. Mm-hmm. He is a former UFC fighter. He does the tough work for today's movie stars. He's 200 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal, rich girl's lover, and a poor girl's dream. He invented the Webby. He's the people's champ. He is Jason Doomsday. Doomsday. I, I, I must admit, Bidzy, when you said you were bringing Jason Day on the show, I thought you were talking about the PGA golfer, the guy that won no. the PGA championship back in <laughs> back in 2015. A dud. A dud. This is better. This oh. is better. Yeah. Jason, I hope so. Jason Doomsday, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good. I hope you're not too disappointed. <laughs> I'm not a no, golfer. No. Do, do, do you get mixed up for the other Jason at all? Uh, you know, it's funny when I call to book golf. Uh, sometimes there's a pause, and then uh, when I show up, a uh, sad face. But <laughs> other than that, then no. <laughs> I, I can understand that, eh? Because uh, he yeah. he was he yeah, he's a pretty famous golfer. That's uh, that's okay. Are you a good golfer? No, I'm a horrible golfer, but oh. I love it. I, I, yeah, I used to I used to golf a lot, but I have two. Uh, I have twin two-year-old boys now, so oh, okay. my golfing days are long gone. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever golfed with Bidzy? 
Uh, we've probably done a tournament together. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, good. yeah, yeah, a golf tournament, but I, I don't think we were in the same group, so I don't think he's witnessed he's, my... He's play. never witnessed the, the Derek Bidwell swing. Oh. No, is it's it, a little is it part. <laughs> is it a thing of beauty? Uh, well, beauty is not the word I would describe. Beauty is not the word I would describe, but let's say he doesn't hold back. Yeah, no, no. I, I come with the thunder. I do come with the thunder. It goes far, just sometimes you can never find it. it goes far, and that's the way I golf. I like it. Yes, exactly right. Uh, so, so much to talk about here, Jason, and really do appreciate you spending some time with us. Uh, I, don't, I don't know where to start. You know, I, I, was do, I was doing a little bit of research on you earlier today. And, and of course, know about your, your UFC fighting. We do want to talk about the movies and, and being a stuntman. But take me back to the bike accident because that, that, was, that, was, a, that was a scary story. Yeah, I mean, that was 2011. Um, it was kind of the the pivot point, I guess, between um, my old, my fighting days and my new my new career as a stunt guy. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it was a uh, it was a life changing event. Um, I got I got sideswiped, or I got oh, I guess you could say almost t boned by a, a Range Rover and. Uh, that was the end of my fight career, and uh, but it put me on a new path. And I mean, uh, it, it's been a great path. So uh, I, I think I'm blessed or lucky where I'm at right now. Well, well, lucky because you you, you could have been killed, obviously. Yeah, I mean, the doctor said uh, just because I'm such a big guy, like you know, I, you know, Bidwell's very kind saying I'm 200 pounds. I'm more like 240. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I cut a lot of weight. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, they just said that the fact that I was a big, strong, uh, healthy guy that I had a little bit of air awareness because I got hit and I flew over the hood, and then uh, I did a, like a flip and landed on my back um, <laughs> in the middle of the intersection, and my bike was on the other side of the intersection uh, with my sandals and. Uh, I was on the this near sidewalk, and I still had the bike seat uh, between my butt cheeks. Are you kidding me? Wow! No, wow. Man, I mean, it uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm happy to be here. Well, obviously, and and you know, I I'm guessing I've never been a UFC fighter, but I'm guessing you've been you've been hit pretty hard in the ring or the octagon, but nothing nothing like uh, you know getting hit by a Range Rover. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, you know, they're different. The thing with, uh, you know, when you're fighting, the thing is you, you're prepared for it and you know, you, you you don't take that bad of punishment. Like, you know what's going to happen, but, uh, you know, in that split second, uh, it came out of nowhere. And uh, it's weird. It, it, time does slow down. Like, I can remember sliding sideways. Like, I gripped, gripped my brakes and slid sideways and then it was, it was slow motion. And, uh, but you, you're still not prepared. No. And, uh Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. that was definitely the hardest hit of my life to date. <laughs> I would, I would imagine, but but probably, but probably set you up for being a stuntman too, which is a which is is, is the good part of the story. Tell you what, we got to do, Jason. We, we got to take a quick time out here because we got to break for the news at the bottom of the hour. We're going to come back and we're gonna we're gonna talk to Jason a little bit more because what is he doing now? I bet you he's met a few celebrities in his day being a being a movie stuntman. Uh, he's Derek Bidwell. I'm Jock Wilson. Our guest is Jason Day, former UFC fighter, now a movie stuntman. This is Sports Talk with Jock, and this is Friday Fun Time on 770 C. HQR.
If you were listening to the morning news with Sue and Andrew this morning, they featured another community champion brought to you by Calgary Co-op. You know the people out there, the people that are going above and beyond during the pandemic. What we want you to do is go to our website, 770chqr.ca. Tell us about the community champion that you would like recognized on our morning show. And we're going to feature another community champion on Monday morning. And, And by the way, at the end, after we do this for a few weeks, one lucky champion is going to receive a $350 gift card to Calgary Co-op delivered directly to their door by the 770-CHQR Community Cruiser powered by Bow West Appliance. This is Friday Fun Time. Jock Wilson and the People's Sportscaster, Derek Bidwell. Uh, this is the COVID world we're living in, Bidzy. Have, have you put on a few extra pounds during the, uh, during the COVID world? I haven't done too bad. I haven't done too badly, I, okay. I, 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 had, I, did have some, I did have a couple of spikes uh every once in a while you know like uh <laughs> i remember one time like andrea and i when we were watching netflix like we ate we ate uh ice cream sandwiches we ate popcorn we ate chips oh yeah we I've had been there, hot done dogs that. and french fries for dinner like it was just it was Real one healthy. thing after another we yeah. just kept slamming the chocolate covered almonds it was just like everything was going down and snacks and everything bad for you lots of sugar <laughs> lots of calories uh, but I've, I've, I've been running quite a bit since okay. uh, since the weather has uh, gotten better. So I am the exact same weight uh, that Good I was you. before. But I do know a few people that have put on the COVID-19 pounds mm-hmm. that, they, uh, that you hear a lot of people well, talk about. Well, I, I tell you what, my gym is shut down here in Calgary. All, the gyms, are, all the gyms are shut down. And, 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 you know, I've had to create sort of a little bit of a gym in my basement, which is fine. But I, I have probably added a few pounds uh, for sure. And, and, and th- this, is why, this is why we brought on Jason Day today. Uh, Jason Day is a former UFC fighter. He is a movie stuntman. And, and Jason, Bidzy was just telling me a story about how you had to make uh, make weight for a UFC I think it was a UFC fight you could probably tell the story better than I did and you had to lose a whole whack of pounds in like 24 hours so uh, tell me how many pounds you had to lose uh, before you before you made weight uh yeah you know typically back in the day I didn't I wasn't too smart about it <laughs> so I I would drop you know 25 to 30 pounds in a couple of days um in a couple of days how in the heck yeah. do you do that uh not very smartly. I mean, uh, <laughs> you, so I did a lot. Like the whole thing, like, do you have to do like the garbage bags, and you have to sit in the sauna and get on the bike, and then back in the sauna? Like you see, sometimes I've seen a yeah. little bit of this, like on that UFC Ultimate Fighter and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I, I never did the. I did a little bit of like the bike and that stuff, but mostly I did the sauna, and then uh, in the towards the end of my when I started getting better at it, I started doing uh, Epsom salt. Really, really hot Epsom salt baths, and uh, the Epsom salts help pull the water out of you. It seems counterintuitive to jump in water and lose weight, but I could lose um, about a pound every ten minutes. A pound every I ten minutes, a, just by yeah, j- jumping in. Science. Wow! <laughs> wow. I'm talking, uh, you know what? There's gonna be so many people listening to this right now that are that are going to put Epsom salt. On their shopping list, including <laughs> Jock. <laughs> well, but, but but I'm curious. So so then, when you make weight, do you put the weight right back on right afterwards, or, or what? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, um, I'd put you know probably ninety percent of that weight back on uh, gradually. Like you have twenty four hours between weigh-ins and fights, so right. uh, you know you gradually put it back on. You you do your best because I mean. You step on that scale, and immediately you just want to pound water and food and. Uh, you know, you crave every 
everything you can think of, you know, everything sounds the, the most delicious thing you ever heard. So um, <laughs> you have to kind of, you know, you have to plan ahead and be like, hey, I'm going to eat this and then this and then this. Otherwise, you're just going to go, you know, be a big steak dinner and, and you're just going to hurt yourself. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. So, like, yeah. If, 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 if fighters are fighting, like, for example, uh, you know, obviously one of the most popular guys right now out there is uh, Conor McGregor and guys like that. Um, uh, let, let's say, let's say you're talking about a guy that's 155 pounds on weigh ins. What's he fighting at, though? He's probably fighting at 170, 175. Yeah. You, you know, it, every, everybody's different in, in their bodies and how they can cut weight. And, um, you know, like the 155 pound guys, yeah, I mean, I bet you they're back up to one. 170 uh you know some of the bigger guys are probably pushing 175 on weight uh on when they fight um and then you know the heavyweights obviously don't have to really cut much no but then you know, some of the light heavyweights they, they cut a lot too down to 205 you know you got some guys cutting you know 35 pounds uh to get down for that for that weight advantage what was your weight when you were fighting jason i used to fight at 185 185 wow yeah yeah so you know i'd cut uh, towards the towards the end, I, I got a little bit smarter, and I'd only, I'd only cut like twenty pounds. You know, I'd go from two hundred two hundred five down to one eighty five. Um, but when I first got to the one eighty five division, I was cutting from two fifteen down to one eighty five, and uh, <laughs> that's that's a challenge. You know, that's a challenge. Pounds. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You know, it, looking back, it's not the smartest thing, but I mean, it's what fighters do, and it, it's one of the things that bugs me about the sport is. They they need that be they need to look at the fighter's safety when they're doing these weight cuts because everybody's trying to get down as low as they can, and they have 24 hours to put it back on. But you know it, it's hard on your kidneys. You know you're not going in, and, and that's the thing you're not getting the best performance out of these guys. You know you you, right. you can't. You cut 30 pounds of water weight and then try to put it back on and think you're going to perform like opt- optimally. I mean, and, and these guys put months of training in for a fight and then. You know, you're you're not peaking at that time because of what you've just done to your body. So I I think they should start putting more uh, kind of kind of restrictions on. You can't you yeah. have to be within this much of, of your weight. You know, a, a month out maybe it makes uh, makes good sense. So so yeah. how, how does Jason Day, UFC fighter, get into the the accident that we talked about when you get run over by a Range Rover, and then you get into the movie business and you become a movie yeah. stuntman? Tell tell me about the transition. Uh. It's, I've always wanted to kind of be in film, um, and to be honest, I didn't know too much about the stunt world uh, before moving to Vancouver. You know, I knew, I knew about acting, and I had taken some acting lessons. And when I came out here, I was actually training with some guys, um, and one of the guys was Dan Rizzuto, um, and he's a uh, well-known stunt guy out here. And so he kind of opened my eyes to the stunt world, and then um, he kind of got me in on one one gig, and then I was like, oh, that was kind of cool, and then. Uh, I was like, man, that was cool, and I want to do that. So then I started training harder and harder, and you know, hanging out and working with stunt guys as much as I can, and learning. And uh, it just, you know, it happens. Being a stunt guy, uh, in my opinion, I mean, eighty percent—I don't know, eighty, ninety percent—is your, you know, reaction time. You know, being able, being able to react to hits and making it look real. And so, uh, obviously, I had years of experience making it look real <laughs> <laughs> so then uh yeah it just you know just started snowballing and uh i met the right people and uh you know i was fortunate to meet a lot of good guys along the way and, and uh they helped me with my career you know got me to where speaking i am to make it 
Speaking of making it look real, though, I, I, I wanted to jump on that because I think that's a nice little transition into what I'm going to ask you about here. Um, we've been pals for a long time. Haven't seen each other in a long time, but been pals for a long time. Keep up with each other on social media and that sort of thing. And I saw on there, of course, in one of your posts uh, about making it look real. You were in a movie with former – we always got to say this when you're from Calgary because you got to latch on to him, right? you got to latch on to it a little Peter. bit. What's that? Yeah, you definitely gotta you gotta latch onto him a little bit. Sure, yeah. You gotta share. Yeah, yeah, got Yeah, like yeah, he's part part of Calgary. Uh, part of uh, one one of our Calgarians, right? Uh, so yeah. anyway, you're in a movie with Dwayne Johnson. And speaking of making it look real, talk a little bit more about that. There was a scene or something, I believe, where you you had to put a move on him. He felt that you were taking it easy on him. He asked you to put it on full, like like make it as real as possible. And he ended up almost yeah. choking him out. Well. Uh, I don't know if I almost choked him out. He says he says I did, but he, you know, I, yeah, I ended up having um, a big fight scene uh, with Dwayne, and um, I get him in a rear naked choke, and he knew my background. Obviously, you know, we we've been hanging out and talking uh, throughout the show, and uh, he's like, you know, and he's very cool. He wants to know. He's like, hey, wait, well, if I'm going out, like, what's going on? Am I just like going my eyes shut and then am I twitching? And I'm like, no, man, like you're just your world just kind of fades away from you, and. Uh, so we, we do this scene a couple of times and he's like, you know, Jay, like you're taking it easy on me. Uh, you know, sink it in a bit, you know, like make this look real. And we had one last take uh, and like that director was happy, but uh, Dwayne, I was going to call him DJ because that's, you know, all sure. of us that are tight with him, we call him DJ. I, I call him The Rock because he's a good buddy. <laughs> yeah, right? no. Uh, yeah, he, you know, he walks back, he goes, no, we want one more. And he's like, Jay, just put it on, you know, let me, let me feel a bit, give me something to work with and, uh, so I sank it in a bit, and uh, yeah, he says uh, he knows what it feels like now. There you go. Well, what movie <laughs> yeah. was it? what movie was that, Jason? That was for Skyscraper. That, that was, was Skyscraper. Uh, okay. Yeah, one that was filmed here in Vancouver. Uh, yeah. two and a half years ago now. Yeah, I, I've seen years. it. I've seen it. Okay, I got I got to yeah. look you up now. There you go. So so Dwayne Johnson's a big name, and 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 you've got to rub shoulders with some some other movie stars. Who else have you rubbed shoulders with? Uh, you know, I worked with um, James Marsden. Uh, I was on Sonic for a bit with him. Okay. Uh, you know, we, there's a sh- series here called uh, Snowpiercer. The, uh, it actually just came out. And uh, Jennifer Connelly's on there. Uh, you know, I got to do uh, a couple scenes with her. Um, trying to figure out, oh, Altered Carbon. You know, they shot here. I uh, had a fight scene. I worked with Joel Kinnaman. He's a pretty cool guy. He's, he's, he's all out. Like, when you do a fight scene with him, uh, you know, he's, he's intense. He's good. Like he holds his, uh, his, um, he holds his own in the fight scene too. And he, he lets you have it if you ask for it. So, right. um, and then, you know, I've doubled Dean Kane. Uh, Dean Kane's an awesome guy, man. Uh, you know, the, old, the original, this, yeah, the original TV Superman. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of people. Um, it's kind of cool. Cause you don't really think about it anymore. Like, Hey, you know, there's a, there's a few out there. Like obviously, when you get to work with The Rock, it's like that. That is a sure. milestone. That's a big name, yeah. You bet. Yeah, yeah. And not to take anything away from any of those other um, actors I mentioned, but you know, he's he's kind of a phenomenon. You know, he's uh, he's in a class of his own. Mm-hmm. And, and he does a lot of his own stunts, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, I mean, he d- he's. Uh, we're talking about Dwayne. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he does as much as he can, but, you, man, like, he's an ex-football player, ex-wrestler, and if you, like, I, 
those W I have so much respect for like WWE wrestlers and WWF wrestlers, what they put their bodies through, you know, uh, they work every single day and they're on the road so much. I mean, so, you know, Dwayne has uh, his stunt doubles that do the crazy, crazy stuff, but right. Dwayne wants to do as much as he can, you know, but uh, yeah, he, uh, you know, we, we all have our injuries. So, Well, how, how many injuries have you had in the movies? Like, uh, was it worse in the UFC or do you get, or do you get bad ones in, in the movie industry too? No, you know what? The thing about, you know, we have such a great stunt community in, um, in Vancouver, you know, safety is paramount. Okay. Everything is planned to a T. So, you know, it, every it's all about safety. And you, so there's not too, you know, it's very rare that anybody actually gets hurt. Okay. So, something has to go wrong or, um, you know, it, it's very, it's very, very rare. So in this stunt industry, you know, you get bumps and bruises and scrapes and um, cuts. But uh, fortunately, I'm going to knock on wood right now. Um I haven't had anything anything major oh, that's, that's uh, put me out for a while at all. Uh, Jason Day yeah, is, is is a movie stunt man. He's a former UFC fighter. Sorry, sorry, Jason. We we, we got to move on yep. here. But but I got to ask when when are they bringing the movie industry back? Because I know I know it's shut down in Vancouver, isn't it? Yeah, it's shut down. It's pretty much shut down across the board as far as, as far as I know. Uh, they're talking kind of bringing a little bit back in the in June, uh, kind of like Canadian productions, uh, and then hopefully by fall. Okay. Um, there's so many different protocols being tossed around uh, and crazy ideas. And, you know, I don't want to call them crazy because I want to work. But um, <laughs> there's, there's, so, there's so many kind of different protocols coming in. So who, who really knows? I think we have to see what happens as we open up here. But yeah. uh, we should be shooting, um, you know, full out by uh, early September would be my guess. Good stuff. Hey, one, one final thing, because uh, Bidzi uh, basically told me about the, this neat website you got, too. It's it's on agility training. Uh, tell me a little bit about your website. Um, uh, the Webby. The yeah. Webby was, um, it is, it's actually, it's a circular agility ladder that I started developing back when I was fighting. Um, it's this, called the Webby. The Webby, yeah. Oh, okay. Webby, Webby Agility Trainer. And uh, it's a, if you know agility ladders, it's, it's great for footwork and uh, speed training and that. And that. I made a, a one circular uh, because I wanted athletes to be able to train at angles. And a regular ladder, you just train in uh, laterally side to side and front to back. So it's been my baby. I uh, created it over the last 10 years, and I actually got it on the market now. So cool. it's pretty exciting for me, yeah. Uh, is, is it getting some good reviews? Yeah, it's this year has been crazy. I mean, I have, um, uh, you know, Mike Michael Bisping's been using it. A former opponent of mine, uh, he's been posting about it. Um, I got some fighters, um, you know, Uriah Hall loves it. So in the MMA world, it's taken off. The boxing world is taken off, and um, so now I'm trying to get it. You know, I want I want football guys. Um, actually, Nick Lewis, you know, another yeah. former, former Stampeder, he loves Nick. it. And, yeah. yeah, he's trying to. He, he's trying to get it out there for me too because uh, you know it, it's just so well reviewed. I just got to get some eyes on it and get the proper uh, people to pay attention to it. Perfect. So it's called the Webby. The Webby. I like it. I like it. Hey, this has been fun, Jason. Thanks so much for your time tonight. Really appreciate it. Yeah, it's good catching up. Bidzy, you want to say Jason. goodbye? Yeah, thanks, pal. And uh, and we'll let you get back to it. He, Jocko, Jason was telling me that he, he got a little heat for coming on our show at this time because they're, of course, an hour earlier in B.C., and he's missing a uh, family pizza night tonight with family, his... Uh, family with, pizza Yeah, night. with his uh, two-year-old twin son, so we better let Uh-oh. him get back to it. But get- thanks, pal. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, man, thanks for having me on the show, guys. It's always you, fun. You betcha. Take care. 
Jason Day, special guest, our, our Friday night guest on Friday Fun Time with the one and only people sportscaster, Derek Biddle. That was a good catch tonight, Derek. Well done. Yeah, well-rounded guy. Like, I mean, he's done so much and has so many experience. I think we just kind of, you know, touched a little bit on a lot oh, of different sure. things. And, uh, and we, of course, can uh, we can talk to him a little bit more about it, some of his UFC opponents another time or whatever. Uh, he's, got, he's had a few of them. Uh, you know, had some wins, had some losses, but fought some really tough guys. And when you're in his division, which was 185-pound division, and those are some big guys. As you, as you know, as he was saying, they fight at around 200 pounds. You know, that, those are some heavy hits. So he would have some good stories as, uh, more about uh, the guys in the ring and their octagon uh, as well. I'm going to go take a bath in Epsom salts tonight, and I'll be Me down. Too. I'll be I down. I'll be down to 200 before I know it. I like it. <laughs> a pound every 10 minutes. I'm sitting. In, I'll, I'll be sitting there for an hour. Pounds, baby. Uh, we got to take our final time out. Friday shoutouts when we come back. He's Derek Bidwell. I'm Jock Wilson. This is Sports Talk with Jock. reminder tonight on sports talk with jock we we are doing some maintenance on our transmitter towers tonight uh we want to serve you better but what it means is uh, we're going to be off the air for a few hours overnight we're going to be off the air from 11 o'clock this evening until three o'clock in the morning so so if you're tuning in at 11 o'clock you're going what in the heck's going on 770 is off the air well we were we will be off the air but if you still want to listen you can tune us in live on our website 770chqr.ca or you can listen to hd radio uh, 105.1 channel 2 again that is from 11 o'clock this evening until three o'clock in the morning we're going to be doing some transmitter work and we are going to be off the air as we uh, wrap up friday fun time on a friday night with the people sportscaster Derek bidwell from global saskatoon uh what we like to do bidzy is we, we like to wrap up the show with a little bit of a friday night shout out so so why don't you start who you shout no tonight okay we'll go uh, we'll go back and forth quickly here okay, okay so first off always got to take care of you know of, of your number one so we got to give a shout out to the lovely andrea as you like to call her and we're going to include her parents, Bill and Bev Loth. They're listening in Warman, Saskatchewan tonight. And nice. if we're going to include parents, I'm going to include my lovely parents, Ray and Hope Bidwell, also listening to us right now. You, you are such a good boy because you always take care of Ray and Hope and you take care of the lovely Andrea. I like that. I, on the other hand, I, I want to do a shout-out to my good buddy Jacques Thibault, the Olympian. Used to work with Jacques at the Olympic Oval. He actually came into town and, and spent the night with me this weekend because he was flying to Quebec. And and i got to tell you, this this is how you got to fly to Quebec in a COVID world. So he, he leaves Calgary at 6 o'clock in the morning. Flies to Vancouver. From Vancouver, he flies to Toronto. And from Toronto, he flies to Quebec City. Took him 12 hours to get to Quebec City where he has to quarantine for 14 days. So to me, that's worth a Friday night shout-out. He gets a shout-out for that. He totally, totally uh, deserves it. Okay, my next up is going to be Tony Cable, the father of Sean Cable uh, with the Calgary Roughnecks. Tony Cable turned... 71, I believe, yesterday. 71. So, uh, happy birthday. Shout out to Tony Cable. Happy birthday and his lovely wife, uh, Myrna, as well. I, I want to give a shout out to John Winwick. I, th- I think you know John from ATB Financial. And, and the, only, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the only reason I want to shout out to John today at ATB Financial, uh, we had another COVID casualty in the sports world today, Bidzi. Uh, the PGA Tour Canada, their season is toast, the McKenzie Tour. So, unfortunately... The ATB Classic at Country Hills is a COVID casualty. Uh, they're off the books for this year. They will be back in 2021. Okay. Uh, next up for me, I'm going to give a shout-out 
to uh, the uh, CHQR News Talk 770 AM engineers who are fixing the transmitter <laughs> tower tonight. That's a thankless job. Yeah. So a shout out to those guys pulling a late shift tonight. Okay. Well, I, I gave this lady a shout out when we open the show today. I'm going to give another shout out to Sonia. My hairdresser, because hey, I was Sonia. I was her first client on Monday morning, and I am looking good again, my friend, let me tell you. Great job, Sonia. My last one, I know we're just about out of time. I'm going to give it to Ted Henley's Ducks. Ted <laughs> Henley, of course. His Ducks? Ted, yeah. Ted Henley, of course, used to be the, the host of Breakfast Television in Calgary. Ted Henley had a, a mother duck nesting uh, in his backyard. The ducks hatched from their eggs, and they all the little the little tiny ducklings. They all followed mom. They left Ted's backyard, and they found themselves a pond, and so they all walked away safely. So I'm going to give a shout out. I know they're listening tonight to Ted Henley's ducks. I've got there baby go. I've got baby robins in my backyard. So there you go. Oh, cute. We're we're out of time, my friend. Thanks so much. Friday night's my yep. favorite night of the week. You have a great Me weekend, too, and give my love to Andrea. I will, brother. You take care. Talk soon. He's Derek Bidwell. I'm Jock Wilson. Thanks so much for listening. You have a great weekend. Stay safe and stay healthy.